Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Starbucks Pistachio Latte will transport you to your happy place. The comforting flavor of pistachio, warm espresso and milk, all with a brown buttery topping. Make today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Uh, we're not doing this shirtless. I did. It's really hot in here. And I don't care. Put your goddamn shirt on. I can't work like this. I don't have it. It's bullshit. I can't hide my video. How do I hide my video? Do you have a robe or something? <laughs> Are you wearing the khakis with the cell phone clip? Nope. No. I had a shirt on and I took it off because it is broiling in here. I haven't put my AC in yet because I'm really oh, smart. Oh, that's right. You do have an AC in there. It leaks all the time, right? Yep, that's right. I ever, oh, oh my. God, really? <laughs> I am not taking my shirt off. <laughs> the old Russ Dude, you got to pop that top. We don't Russ. have that radio money, man. We don't have ACs. <laughs> Russ, I don't man, have AC in here either. You want to see my AC? This is actually pretty cool. My wife got this for me. This is a... Uh, this is oh, a little wow. tiny air conditioner that you can plug into your computer. And what you do is it has a water tray that you stick into it that you put in the freezer and it freezes. And okay. then you put that in here and it has a little fan that blows through the water tray and blows cold air onto you. It's made that for like amazing. It's made for like just like this, like a desk or some kind of small area or something like that. And um, yeah, it's, it's actually pretty nice. So that's wow. my AC. Nice. I got. How much was it? Do you know? I don't know. It was a gift for my wife. So All I. Right. You don't yeah. ask immediately when she gives you gifts. How much was this? How much did this fucking cost you? What were you thinking? How am I going to buy drugs? <laughs> uh, let me close the door. Oh, that means he's about to pop the top. Yeah, he is. Were you? Was your top already popped? I don't, want, I don't want my wife to see me shirtless. Yeah, man. It's so hot in here. Are you kidding yeah, me? Dude, it's fucking so hot right now. I uh, I do it with my shirt on. Oh. Here, I believe that. What's that? <laughs> he doesn't even want the dog to see him with the shirt off. No, no, but she'll just cry and scratch at the door. I <laughs> doesn't know where she wants to be. Wait, Luke, do you guys have central? No, I wanted to. We put in our uh, new heating system, but it was too much money. <clears throat> yeah. 
Not yet, but hey, once that squeeze hits, once that AMC yeah, squeeze hits, you better believe this boy's getting it. fucking AMC. <laughs> once you get that gamma squeeze. Come on, baby. You guys like, playing I don't know. stocks off of Reddit now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've actually, both of us have yep. made a decent amount of money already. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, good for you. It's not too late. It's not too late. It might be too I mean, late. The, the, yeah, the share price now is 50-something bucks. I just so. bought 100 more, Russ, man. Did you? AMC? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Good for Why you. Not? Anyway, I have a weird request for this podcast. Yeah. Can we try to keep this under an hour? 50? Yes. I am so tired. Look at the see the goddamn dog doesn't know where she wants to be. <laughs> I have to what anyway because I'm playing D and D at seven thirty. Why are you so restless? Why are you so confused? My wife said if I was done by six fifteen, she would take me to K's. So, <gasps> right. Oh, and that's worth it. Let's go. Skulls. Let's go, Russ. This is important. All right. So he, the he'll hit the theme song. Fucking- wait, wait, wait. Okay. What are you gonna get at K's? I always get the scallops. She gets a lobster Whoa. roll. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're. Uh, what is K's? Sorry, what's K's? You totally just triggered me right now. Now that's all I'm going to think about during the Dude. podcast. Have you ever gotten the? Is it alligator they have there? Do they have alligator tail? They have the alligator there. I've never tried it, but I, I never had it there. Out. I've had it. Um, when I've had it, it was super greasy, but it was pretty good. I've never tried it. I'm not going to get it tonight. Did I not taste mind. like chicken. I hate when people say everything tastes like chicken. No. You know, it's like, what does snake taste like? Tastes like chicken. No, it doesn't. It tastes like, like snake. Tastes like fucking snake. Yeah. Tastes like snake, motherfucker. Have you had <laughs> snake? In. I have. Tell Rusty Kershaw to grab you a snake and a, and a toasted bun. Make a snake po' boy. Yeah. Last time I had snake, I was in a prairie and the wind was blowing. Oh, yeah. That's nice. right. And that's our segue into the theme, which starts Were you right trying now. to remember what daddy said? Young, the uh, only Neil Young podcast that covers Neil Young's catalog, album by album. We also cover his films and also new bonus episodes may be included with uh, special guests here and there. My name is Mike Shue, and along with uh, Luke and Russ Condon from the band Town Meeting, we have a Neil problem. We got to talk about it yep. now bi-weekly because yes. we're starting to really get a handle on our problem. Yes, and I apologies apologies yeah. to the 13 different podcasts who have reached out to me during my two busiest weeks of the year. Right, right. I, I really do want to do that thing on um, Make It Stop, another Pantheon podcast. Yeah. Uh, I just, this it's playoff week. The only reason, literally the only reason we're recording now is because it's raining out. So, yeah, and the games got canceled, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, I, don't to, I don't have to go to Baldwin. What are we talking about? What kind of ball are we talking All about? All softball. And I don't All have to go to Baldwinville okay. right now, which is great. Oh, God. Yeah. Baldwinville. You know what's in Baldwinville? Whores. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. The I don't know why that. Got me. What? Uh, I don't know why that got me so good. Because <laughs> it's true. Um, I was going to say, like is, it just, is, it just Stevie, job, right? is it just huh? Steve Baldwin that lives there? It's right. It's the Baldwin brothers. 
just no, just no Alec. Yeah, there's no Alec because Alec's the only good one. Really. I just it's that's so funny because if you've been to Baldwinville, is fucking nothing there. So that's the very little. It's, it's like little. I hope this podcast blows up and then Baldwinville literally gets known for the whores. <laughs> Actually, Baldwinville has a really, I think it was Baldwinville, a really great July 4th celebration. They have like a big party in the center of town and there's like lots of food and, and uh, I've been to that and I think it was Baldwinville. Let no, me tell wait, you, that might've been Templeton. That I'm sounds more there. like a Templeton thing. Let me tell you why Baldwinville sucks. Okay. Okay. Um, the, my, one of my kids' games, the last one that was at Baldwinville, they have a decent playground. So if you have kids playing sports and you have younger kids, it's great. They can go play in the playground. You can watch the game. They also have a tetherball mm. hole there, which is so fucking cool. Tetherball rules. The last time we were there, some punk shitty kids ripped the tetherball off the oh. hole and then kicked it into the woods like a bunch of fucking shits. Who does that? That's whores. like That's like That's who does it. Whores. Children of whores. Uh, reference the- for uh, tetherball? Sex workers. Hey, Summer. Do you want to play me? I got <laughs> there it. There you go. Yeah. Little Napoleon. Some, um, cla- some classic dynamite. Also, um, this is. I'm really glad that this is an audio-only podcast because both Luke and Russ are shirtless. Yes, we I yes. refuse to go shirtless because this is being recorded, and I know that will be used against me 100%. when I'm trying to get that Cub Scout leader job. <laughs> so uh i will how's that how's that going by the way the cub scout leader job is going yeah. great mine with derby coming up i'm really psyched about that and you put, uh, do, you, do you put the wood in pinewood derby i do i put the hardwood in pinewood derby very nice plus the wagering is out of control all right pinewood derby betting unbelievable i came out. came for the wholesome con- content stayed for the neil young no That's one right. no one came for the whole especially on this album is so wholesome it really, like, it, this is, you know what? This is another album that old Silver Spring would just love. Silver Spring? Oh, Silver. <laughs> Who's Silver Spring? Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Oh, <laughs> he oh, got God. it. He got it. It's Silver Gold. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Old Silver Gold's a little whacked out. <laughs> He's been eating <laughs> mushrooms all day. He's been down. I to feel Nick. like this. Been da- Go ahead. He's been down to Nick's too many times. I've been down to. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was the only sober one at Nick's. Dude, thank you for that tip. That bar is my for favorite shit, bar I've ever been to, by the way. I get there and like Luke is like shit faced. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Because I'm really drunk and I love this place. I wish I could live here. I'm like, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> a quick a quick story and then I swear to God we'll get into it. Okay. I'm the one who said, can we keep this short? And now, whatever. Yeah, now, now we're talking about whores. And- <laughs> <laughs> so I... I played a private house show solo and uh, I got, I had a lot of Chardonnay. They just had a box of Chardonnay next to where I was playing. Which is very embarrassing. I don't care. It was delicious. Sure. I love a good Chardonnay. Right. Um, It was nice and cold. Anyway, I had a, I had drivers with me. My shout out to Nick and Sarah. Yes. Thank God they were there. So then it was the day, it was Saturday. It was Saturday when bars opened, when restrictions mm-hmm. were lifted so i said hey we're near worcester why don't i text mike and he can recommend a bar you recommended this place called nick's nick's bar yeah this is how i knew it was perfect for me because you said it has a vibe it has a, it's a yes you'll, you'll like it has it. a very particular vibe yeah this is how i knew it was perfect for me uh when you walk up to it it kind of looks closed <laughs> that's right 
Any good dive bar yep. looks like it's closed, right? And so we grabbed the handle, half expecting it to not move when we pulled, <laughs> and then it opened, and it's dark and kind of a little hazy in there. There's yeah. weird paintings on the wall. There's dead the bar- animals everywhere. Yep. Yeah. The bartender is friendly, but not too friendly. He's not gimmicky friendly. Sean doesn't give a fuck. Just order yeah. your drink and give him the money and yep. shut the fuck up. Don't bother him. And right. then uh, there's there was like five people clustered around the end. And they yeah, all look up. where the regulars hang out. Yep. At the corner. Yeah. Yep. It was great. And then I just drank like four Maker's Marks. And then I don't even know which one I was on when you showed up, Mike. But I was, I didn't care. Well, I was just great. You, you got on Sean's good side and he let you stay in the bar. Because once you piss Sean off, he'll, he'll just twist your arm behind your back and throw you through a window. It just felt so great to be in a bar. I don't know it, why. It, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. It was good. Well, it was good in Worcester. Head to it was good to see you shit-faced. Yeah, go see, if you're in Worcester, stop by Nick's Bar in Kelly Square and say hi to Sean and Chip. Tell them the boys from Long May You Young sent you. Right. You guys going to play there? I'll play there. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Russ, you should play there too. They got a nice little stage. It looks like a, a tiny little David Lynch set. We should do a duo nice. set there, Russ, man. Just like we'll do like mostly Neil with a few town meeting songs sprinkled in. And they have a nice little patio out back. You guys can play out there too. We should do it. Yeah. Let's let's figure it out for like August. We should do some uh, Prairie Wind songs. What do you think? I think <laughs> we should do some Prairie Wind songs. What a wholesome I think, uh, album. I think Prairie Wind is almost too wholesome for old Silver Gold. It is. <laughs> it's not wholesome as Silver Gold, but I'll tell you right now, it's like a stack of pancakes that somebody's hit a quarter in between. And then every now and then you're like, what the fuck happened to my tooth? Oh, Silver Gold's. I didn't know he swore. What are you talking about? Silver Gold was talking about a a maple candy fleshlight last episode. (laughs) That's a good point. Um, Yeah, well, you really think it's too wholesome because it has that wholesome sound. It's got, you know, he went after Greendale and everything that went and he created this universe out of Greendale. Yeah. And it fucked with everybody's heads. And they were like, oh my God, this is so much to handle. I thought, well, he probably wanted to bring it back to center. And let yes. people know he could still be Neil Young. But I, I don't think that was the case at all, reading up on this. You know, I know at the bar, I told you I wasn't crazy about this uh, uh, album, Luke. But um, again, reading up on, kind of like trans, reading up on the background yeah. while they were recording this, it kind of gave me a whole new perspective. Would it on, surprise on, you to know um, I, don't, I don't remember what you told me about it at the bar? Not Would at all. shock you at all? Not at all. I thought did you, you record me? Did you record me at the bar? Oh, I did. I totally forgot I recorded you. Uh, send me that, uh, and I'll just post it at the end of this episode. Yeah, you can just play it at the end. All right. Who's that guy? I don't know. Just Russ, people? Just Russ is holding up a bottle of red wine. That looks like Ed Gein. These, bo- these bottles are cool because they have an app, and then it, it like becomes like an uh, VR or oh, like an AR alternate reality it like a, pops up on your phone it's a like bottle a of red wine called 19 crimes mm. shout out to our friend astrid young who also know, recommended quite a few great red wines to me and they were excellent so um why don't we go around and give our kind of initial thoughts because okay. we've been sitting on this for almost three weeks now so russ why don't you start well i mean as a ben keith fan i'd be oh yeah right i would be you know a sinner if i told you i didn't like this album of course it's a like name album. drop at the beginning of a song <clears throat> yeah man um i no i like this album it is definitely i think for for an older crowd probably maybe at, well, or just neil at this point i mean he's well, old. that's what i mean yeah 2005 probably was kind of about that too right 
Yeah, yeah, I think because because he's channeling that energy of of like his father and and the home the hometown thing. It's, I mean, it's not it's not anything we haven't seen from Neil, but I think he approached it in a really beautiful new way, in my opinion. I think um, he came at these things that he's been dipping his feet in for years, you know, and then kind of just made a whole album of that, you know. Mm. Um, like with with silver and gold, he definitely got there, but I think there was enough. Um, I don't know. That was its own thing. I think. Whereas, where do you, you come? Where do you compare this to silver, silver and gold? Better, worse, or not that one's better or worse, but like in your own opinion, right now. Right now, I think I probably like this one more. I do too. I prefer this one to silver yeah, and gold. I think so. What about I you? I think Mike? this one is he's taken. He got off the Xanax on this one. As opposed to like I memorized the yes. silver gold got not yeah. a lot of edge to it. it seems <clears throat> this real one's got more edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and it's there's good reasons for that, and I think that's that contributes to the to the music. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, I agree. I think uh, it, it it it's got that that country Neil thing that people associate when they think of which I think they um, mistakenly confuse harvest for that, which I don't think it is at all, but. But it's um, got that same vibe. I mean, you know, and you record. Yeah, but again, I think people on. only assume that Harvest is one thing where it it's not. You know, there's a lot in Harvest. But um, he also but this borrows. Is Neil, this is but, the Neil people that people who aren't Neil Young fans think when they hear Neil Young. I think this is the kind of sound they think of the most. Yeah, I agree. Kinda, with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he borrows a lot of his past stuff in this album, like uh, No Wonder. There's parts of it that sound just like World on a String. Oh, yeah, I wrote that. Um, oh, you know what I thought? I thought the beginning is the same exact beginning as Captain Kennedy. Oh, shit, it is. It's Captain Kennedy. Of No Wonder, yeah. I wrote yeah. that, too. Literally right here in my notes, it says Captain Kennedy and World on a String. Nice. And then what's there's a song. But then the, old yeah, guitar he does, is just he does Harvest the Harvest Moon, Moon yeah. riff. Mm-hmm. Which I like, think he does like, on purpose. Like, yeah, right? I think it's intentional. Yeah. yeah. Um, um yeah i mean i think yeah for the most part most we've talked about this a lot a lot of average people who don't know a lot about neil would probably assume this type of vibe but i but i also think if you're in the right uh, it, it, i don't know who it depends who you're around i guess because some people w- would think uh cowgirl in the sand cinnamon girl yeah. southern man out of the blue you know, yeah, like yeah, some that, people, some people do associate him with the right with the crazy horse, with sound. the crazy horse electric yeah. stuff. But um, I think, yeah, you're you're probably right overall. I think most people assume he's yeah. You think of the huge hits, yeah. You think oh, of and, old man and harvest, but yeah, I think like, like this is a different approach. This is a different approach to that vibe. Yeah, and right. like he adds in some cool elements, and uh, I like it. I think it's great overall, and I think obviously. Again, like I said, as a Ben, a huge Ben Keith fan, I I love this record. A lot of good for, for those reasons. There, there is a lot of amazing playing. Yeah. Um, on this record, and yeah, just it was just some really nice elements, even with like the horns and the and just. Yeah, I love the, the horn. horns. The horns yeah. are used just right on this album. They're they're exa- the again. Thing. I think it's it's a learning thing for him over the years, right? He took what he what he was doing with like the blue notes, you know, and and then. In this record, he, I think he figured out like, okay, that was a lot, but I, I, I like that. But how do I do it just right? And I think this is a really nice blend of that. I will say the horns on this are implemented better than any ska song I've ever heard. You don't have to board. start up on ska. 
You don't have to do that. This is not, you want to keep this short Then shut the fuck up about Scott. Hey guys, come on, let's pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mike, initial thoughts on this album. Uh, I, you know, when this first came out, I wasn't too impressed with it. And I thought, like I said in the beginning, this was him kind of like appeasing people who were too freaked out by Greendale. But the more I read into this, you know, he, his father passed away. Yeah. It was a huge influence on him. Um, He also had an aneurysm. Oh shit. That's right. So he was recording this album. And then after he recorded this album, he went and had an operation in New York after he recorded it. Yeah. So while he was recording this album, he knew he was going to have this brain surgery. And so what they did was they took the, according to, uh, which drummer was it? It was, I think it was Chad Cromwell okay. who explains it in the movie, the film Heart of Gold, which is the concert that he introduced all this oh, music to at the Grand Ole Opry. I have Heart of Gold and I did not oh, watch it's so it. Good. It's, okay. you know, and once again, it's like the live versions of all this stuff to me are just so much better okay. than the studio versions. But Chad Cromwell was saying he needed to have these little springs put into his brain to kind of help the, I believe, help the synapses in his brain work right. And Chad Cromwell in the, in the film, like, couldn't believe, like, he was there recording an album because this was, like, big, big, this was major surgery. That's Demi, right? Heart of Gold? Yeah, yeah. We still got to do uh, an episode with that guy who reached out to us almost right. a year ago about yeah, Demi yeah. films. Yeah. It'll, yeah, it's going to happen. But it's, be- it's, it's a beautiful film, and, uh, and the, the music on it's great, but... Uh, so I, you know, you take that, you take the death of his father, you take the death of Rufus Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. And oh shit! Yeah, okay. there's some other people that passed away too. There's um, a lot of mortality, like, yeah. but and, not overwhelming on this. No, album. but he's surrounded by he a loss. You yeah, know, not just his dad. Rufus Thibodeau, Kenny Buttry passed away. Uh, this uh, this guy <clears throat> named um, David Myers, who was I think a cameraman for Human Highway that he was friends with. So this is kind of like, and then the brain aneurysm. So he's really confronting his age, his mortality. Yeah. You know, he's like, I've done all this stuff in the past, but you know, still maintaining. It's like, I I can still keep going, but I got to look back on what I've done here, you know, because I don't know if I'm going to make it past this album. Yeah. Uh, And then I'm losing friends all around me. So I'm surrounded by, yeah, my time's coming. At this yeah. point, he's, you know, he's like, I'm, you know, this, I'm over the hill at this point, you know, I'm headed in that direction. Yeah. And so these songs to me took on a different, took on a different meaning, you know, yeah. the, and, the, and then, you know, I thought he was just getting lazy because that sounded like Captain Kennedy and that sounded like Harvest Moon. But I think he did that on purpose to kind of show you the path he's taken mm. in the past up to that point. And like you said, Russ, he's taken a lot of things he's done in the past, the horns, you know, and, and I think he took it to a comfort zone where he could talk about that. And that's with Ben Keith mm. and going to Nashville. Like, uh, it's almost think- like these little, these little previously on Neil Young, you know, like these little moments <laughs> yeah. where. Yes. Previously out. on Neil Young. Previously uh, on me. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, um, the first thing I wrote, upon, <laughs> the first thing I wrote uh, when I listened to this for the first time, and this is weird, 
Um, and I don't remember all the reasons for this, but I wrote, this is the opposite of tonight's tonight. Oh, that's funny. Cause I wrote, this is a much lighter, gentler version of tonight's the night. So I think that's what I mean by that. It's funny. Is, Cause I wrote, this is tonight's the night, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, he's approaching the same subjects on tonight's the night, but with he's now he's with, with a bunch of experience. Yeah. And um, with, with, uh, with a gentle nature with, but not, but also with a raw, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, which is that what's, that's what this podcast is, is explaining fucking Neil Young songs. Yeah. But we're on the clock for K's. So I'm you sure. gotta, you gotta summarize. I'm going to have to sum tell up. my wife. It's going to have to be six 30. Cause we're sum up this. My initial thoughts is I like this album a lot. I like it more than silver, silver and gold. I want to call it silver gold. That's okay with me, Luke. You um, want to call it silver gold? I'd love that. But it feels a lot more real. You can feel a lot of the shit he's going through. You can feel right. his loss, but it feels like a mature reflection on his loss. Right. Instead of getting all fucked up on tequila and cocaine right. and yeah. taking it to the very, very edge of being able to play, he's learned. And he's surrounded and, with the, the yes. guys, one of the guys who was there, Ben Keith. And yeah. I and I wrote... Um, uh, I just wrote Dylan, and I'm remembering why I wrote that. This, he could have, his father died, his friends died, he he had a brain aneurysm. Mm-hmm. He could have gone the Dylan wrote, route and wrote a fucking... Roads. <laughs> but he could have gone down that road and wrote a gospel album or like deep dove into evangelicalism, but he didn't. He He mentions God. There's a lot of like religious right. themes but they're not shitty and overwhelming. They're like very contemplative. Well, again, and I think it goes back wise. to what we, what we've been saying. It's, it, it's a, he's not, he's not um, denying things he's talked about or, or um, brought up in the past where I think his spirituality t- dips into, you know, native American spirituality. And I think you, you have some of that here. He talks about the Buffalo and, Yep. You know, like those types of themes and things that, again, he's mentioned many times throughout his life and his career and stuff. And then in this, it's expanded upon, but it's more um, mature because the the uh, evidence has proven it. You know, like, yeah, whereas like like Shu, you were saying with Tonight's the Night, he was fucked up quite literally, you know. And in this, he can't help but be old because he's old, older, you know? Like he, he, yeah, well, he's, he handles it in a mature <laughs> way because he's, he's handled a lot of it in the previous, what would it be, like 30-something years or so at this point. Yeah. From yeah. Tonight's the night. So tonight's the night, he was still super young. He, he became famous very quickly. It fucked with his head. And then his best friend, the guy he said that he would want to make music with for the rest of his life, died. And he felt he was responsible for that. And so all that. And then he had to go on this huge tour to promote an album that was selling millions of stuff. And then yeah. he didn't want to play that stuff. So, but now, you're right. This is, this is the, the older, wiser Neil Young going, maybe I could have done something different. But I, I know I did some great things. And I had some really, I worked with some great people and I'm pretty lucky to do that. Yeah. You know, so I think looking on it now is, I wouldn't say positive, but as like, he's a little more grateful Yeah, and he wants to feel grateful because he knows he's got limited time now, whereas opposed in his twenties, you know, you feel like you're going to live forever. Right. 
I think if if the if the uh, well, it's tough because we're talking about stuff from way back, which um, takes this out of this theory doesn't work. But as far as just like two albums, I would say that if so, if if Silver and Gold is it's hard it's to so hard to say that normally now. If yeah, silver and gold is head rush. <laughs> Here the, I am, pantsless with pancakes. <laughs> if silver and gold is the is the uh, like interlude, you know, if that's mm-hmm. the preface, this is chapter one. You know what I mean? Like this is this album. Is okay. Because like, yeah, he looked back on that album a lot, su- but more right. positively, right? Yeah, but he's not super old. Even with this one, he's what in his sixties now. Like but he's early, lived early, early he's 60s. lived compared to. Yes, yes. Regular people, he's lived like four or five lifetimes. Just yeah. didn't even. I think he, he kind of mentions that in the painter, right? He has. Um, yeah. Is it the painter where he says that you know, or no? I'm sorry. What's the one where he says it's like, you know, I'm walking across green pastures, and I'm walking in the sun, and is it prairie wind? No, I think it might be. It might be no wonder. But it's it's. I was thinking he, he kind of mentions that where he's kind of weary. You know, and he's walking across the pasture and it's in the sun. And then now the pasture's brown and it's raining, you know, and, and he says the painter, she's towed the line. She's done the work of two men, yet he, she's fallen down, no. you know, and gotten back up. He kind of describes that. And if my... Is it the my, painter? It's not the painter. Um, I think, I think it, it might be, um, it might be No Wonder. It might be. No, there's a lot to talk about No Wonder. Yeah. Um, so in in on the same yeah, vein, is, I think that is no one. Yeah, that is no wonder I'm talking about. My overcoat is worn. The pockets all yeah. are torn. I'm moving away from the pain. Yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. it on the same vein is no one, and we'll get into it when we hit the song. But that's another reason I wrote the opposite of tonight's the night. It eighty percent. I mean that positively, and twenty percent. I mean it negatively, and it all that that twenty percent is just this song. Um, and it, say that again. So, like, on tonight's The Night, he mentions specific names. Yeah. And it's, I li- it's enjoyable. Bruce Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, Tonight's The Night is very specifically about uh, a lot of songs about Danny. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But then his name dropping on this album is very fucking I know. You, it's annoying. You know what? Because it's not, I think it's annoying because it's still kind of current to us. Okay. The, the, you know, let's, let's. <laughs> I don't want to. We'll get into the song because I I have have a theory on that. Normal normal people didn't know who you know Bruce Barry was like, but everyone knows everyone knows who Chris Rock is, is right? You know, like so. Yeah, a little different. Willie Nelson. I was an executive producer on Bigger and Blacker. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted me to play Chris's part in Grown Ups too. (laughs) I tried to direct New Jack City. But they turned down my treatment. It took place on a train. <laughs> it's part of why I had an aneurysm. That's right. I was so angry. My brain exploded. Oh, geez. Um, do you want to just start hitting yeah. songs? Let's yeah, get let's into the music because you got to go to K's and get the friggin' scallops. Dude, oh, hell yeah. You know what? Scallop roll, too. Yeah, I might do Coleslaw roll. on it. No, oh, I'm not doing I'm trying to cut out bread. Guys, I've lost nine pounds. Oh, so good nice. for you. Yeah, well, right, just yeah. keep, keep drinking. Yep. Well, I'm drinking, look it. I'm drinking Trulies. Oh, God. <laughs> You've also lost a testicle, apparently. <laughs> I don't give a shit. 
I don't True. want, I, I don't, I'll lose both. I don't want any more kids. <laughs> I, um, listen. Uh, okay. So we're going to get into the song by song, but real quick, yeah. if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes right, or Apple yeah. podcasts, we'll leave, we'll leave. We'll read whatever you write. So no one's written shitty things. Come on, someone write something shitty so we can read it. Uh, this, don't tell people to write shitty things. Uh, this no, is, you don't, you don't, you haven't made it until you have haters, Russ. Yeah. Come on. We've, we've got we've haters, but they're not leaving haters. us five yeah, star reviews. You see, that's bad. We need the haters <laughs> to be so passionate about hating us. They leave a review. Come on, haters. Are you passionate? Yeah. See what I did there. Oh, that's good. Um, all right. This is from Ali Arnaz. Uh, this is a five star review. It's the title is give it a listen. Uh, she, she, or he, or they write. Love this podcast because it always makes me feel like I'm spending time with people who are just as obsessed with Neil in all his Neilness, like me. The hosts are funny, insightful, and enjoyable to listen to. Cheers to our triple Scorpio grandpa, Neil, and all who love him. That's pretty nice. Oh, that's right. Is he, is he triple fucking Scorpio? What does that mean, triple Scorpio? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, there's like different... So you have... In astrology... There's, it means I was born three different times. Uh, there's, there's I'm your a time-traveling vampire. There's your son, which is like the one everyone would know what they are. You know, like mine's cancer or whatever. Um, okay. And then there's your moon, and then there's your rising. Oh, wow. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. That I sounds... Just, you know what? I ain't got time for that. I, I just read what it is on the either, paper, yeah. you know? But it's like, today so you're going to fuck up, so stay at home and don't leave yeah. the house and uh, don't handle any sharp objects <laughs> we have one more five-star review it's from poison food uh <laughs> this and- guy dude this guy me and oh, him what? might be brothers <laughs> okay seriously uh the title of the review is for what it's worth five-star review he he writes this is not a scholarly podcast <laughs> yes it's unpolished often unfocused and mostly opinion-based could have stopped there. This is a, literally the most true statement about this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then uh, they write, and that's exactly how Neil would want it. This really is a well. laid. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, maybe um, this is a really? laid back hangout, drinking, listening to records and talking about them. Their opinions differ. They argue, get sidetracked. And every time that might annoy you, you think, yeah, this is exactly like hanging out with my buddies. What these gents lack in professionalism, they make up for with genuine experience in music slash radio and deep-rooted love for their subject they won me over with their humor dare i say charm (laughs) and enough trivia about neil and the songs to satisfy the need for more than just reviews i've enjoyed every episode and i'm bummed i gotta wait for new ones to drop now whether you know neil's work well or are just dipping in this podcast is a fantastic companion for digging into these records i would love for them to bring on some female perspective sometime though Total sausage fest guy. Fuck that. <laughs> hey, come on. We had Astrid Young on. Yeah, yeah right. And we had uh, Sarah Lynn on. But no, we should we should get some more ladies on. <laughs> a lot of agree. listen, well, it's not, not for a lot. lot of, yeah, there's not a lot of lady Neil. It's not no, for I'm a lack of trying. Man. I've That's emailed Margot Price's manager no less than twenty times at this point because I want to talk to Margot Price let's so not, bad. Let's not uh, take the negative from that. That was a really great review. That was a great really, review. Yeah, really thank you. That. Well, he wrote he wrote a really a nice uh, comment on uh, the Neil Young subreddit about the Greendale episode, but he pretty much kind of same of what you you he wrote there. But he also wrote, and lastly, this notes for Shu, as a fellow 
right? Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. As, as a fellow balding, half-Asian, Pittsburgh, Boston-dwelling, mildly alcoholic, <laughs> trekking owner, former radio DJ. <laughs> no way, dude. What? Fan of passion fruit, squirt, and tunes from Neil Young to typo negative. It's nice to see a little representation in the podcast world. Right on. Isn't that crazy? Wait, no, shoot, from, this is where you tell us I, that this you're just also a time-traveling yeah. vampire. This is Mike's this version is, of the Green Goblin. Right, yeah. yeah. So the, you know, I'm something of a Neil Young fan myself. He's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> he worked at, uh, he worked at like a, it was, I think it was a. Yeah, did you make him prove that? Huh? Did yeah, you make I, him I sent him a that? message. I said, hey, dude, are we related or something did like that? Did you Obama him? Were you like, show me the birth certificate? He's actually half Japanese and not Chinese. And I think that's on his mother's side, but still, you know, half Asian guy from Pittsburgh. So he's one of three of the coolest half Asian guys from Pittsburgh on the planet. And I, oh, I appreciate him yeah. listening. Yeah. So. Well, he knows how to write a hell of a review. That's a great review. That like gave me like good chills when I read right. that. You know what else too? Is all- Poison Food and Steve Byrne. That's right. That's the half Asian Pittsburgh trilogy right there. Steve Byrne. There you go. <laughs> Not there. to go back to the, uh, I don't even think it was negative, but just to, just to kind of cover our asses here. The analytics of podcasts show that, for the most part, it's dudes that listen to podcasts in general. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, I, I know Neil Young has lady fans, but... Don't apologize because women don't listen yeah, to Yeah, don't us. cater women to Ricky Harvey. Listen. She's listening either way. Yeah, Ricky Harvey is listening. She's called it a sausage fest before, but she keeps listening because she loves Neil, and she doesn't... You know what? She's not holding it against us. And I don't we think tried to have is. Ricky on, and she totally... Yeah, fucking don't, ignored us. It's for not the our fault episode. that we're not sexy. Okay, we're not Dak Prescott. What's the guy's name? Dak Prescott. Dak Shepard. You Dak Shepard. That's Dak it. Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah, isn't Dak Dak Prescott plays for the Cowboys? Doesn't he? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, yeah, we're not Dak Shepard. We're not like you know supermodels, obviously, except for Russ. Um, that's true. Yeah. But. Whatever. If women don't listen to us, we just do what we do, and we're not trying yeah. to exclude women. And yeah. we're not trying to include women. We're just talking, just talking about, about Neil. fucking Neil. I'm and I'm just tired of Neil, people. Dude. If anyone's going to try to accuse us of being sexist or misogynist, just fuck you. Yeah, which definitely was Neil not Young. the point of this this post. Right. We're not here to pick up chicks. I mean, I, although I mean, if there are some chicks out there that want to get with I mean, Neil and talk Neil, that's cool. I mean, why am I going shirtless? I know, right? I mean. That's why we're exposing our nipples. <laughs> um, quick, since we're talking about internet shit, before we get into it, uh, huge mm. shout out to Neil Young Canadian posting on Facebook, who have now been tagging us in posts. There, they just make Neil Young memes, and it's some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> that Greendale one had me like howling. Yeah, the Leo DiCaprio one, yeah, yeah. Also, because it includes Quentin, who we all also love. Yeah, we always love Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're sausage festing out again. <laughs> oh, and one more thing before we get on the, the songs, I want to thank uh, John Chamberlain who bought a shirt from Neil Young, uh, Long May You Young Podcast dot com. He bought a shirt and he left a note in the order saying, "When are the commemorative Stephen Stills football jerseys going to be available?" <laughs> so I'm just going to say, well, you know, we got to sell a few more T-shirts and hats, and then maybe we'll we'll start printing those up. So. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, we're not. And thanks, we, Sarah Lynn, for buying a hat, even though you didn't have to. Yeah. You know, because yeah, you memes for us. We were, so, so I hope you, you guys don't mind. I threw in a free t shirt. Thank you to our one female. There's our one female. That's two her and Ricky and, Harvey. Her right? and Ricky yeah. Harvey. Yeah. But, and Astrid yeah. Young. But and anyway. Astrid. Right. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's a good transition into the painter because that's about mm. a female. Yeah. Is um, it, though? 
Ooh, I mean, that's, a, that's the, good. Let's, the pronouns are there at least. I, which I love. Let's play a little bit of it. And I apologize again so for these Zoom ones. I have to play it. I have to share my audio, um, which is uh, you just know, so not, I don't let, just so I don't interrupt the song. Let me just right off the bat say, God damn it, Ben Keith, mm. so fucking good. Mm. Just right away, just yeah. right the fuck away. Mm. Um, but yeah, so apologies if the, the audio. If you want good Neil Young audio, go to Neil Young Archives. It's well, if you're a Neil fan and you're not on the archives, you're fucking insane. I think yeah. it's, it's the best. Um, but let's, uh, let's hit the painter here. The painter stood. Like is is Luke supposed to be playing? That's I'm asking. If he's is he supposed? Can you to be not hear it? Music? No, no. Russ, well, can you hear it? it? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. Well, I can't hear it. What about now? Red to red. No. Really? Yeah. Yellow to yellow. I can hear it. You can hear it. I can hear it. Yeah. Russ, you can hear it. Good, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, don't worry about that. I'll just I'll work with it. Sorry. You can hear it all. I'm gonna fade it now anyway. Um. Yeah, I'm fading it. Uh, sure, you can't you can't hear anything, not even like faintly. No. And Russ, you hear it like I'm pl- like I'm sharing yeah. my screen, right? Yeah. I'm sharing my computer sound. That's <laughs> odd, Mike. You must have a weird setting or something. It's the usual. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because me and Russ are shirtless and you're not, so it's that's, that cool. you know what? Yeah. That's it. That is it. Um, the painter but- wants me to take off my shirt and paint me like one of his French girls, <laughs> and it's not gonna fucking happen. <laughs> I, All right. I, I, I'm about to share a quick story since you just said that. Oh, God. <laughs> that I should not share on this podcast. And it involves the movie Titanic. And my dad catching me doing some 14-year-old activities. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to share masturbating story, to Billy Zane? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. That's cool, man. Don't worry about it. I'm not judging. Okay, good. He's a handsome man. I only masturbate to Billy Zane from Back to the Future 2, which you've never seen. So I'm, Right. I'm, and I only masturbate to Billy Zane from Zoolander. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that's right. 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 forgot he was in that. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll skip the story yeah, because this is a beautiful song, and I don't want to talk about <laughs> my dad catching me jerking off to the scene of Titanic. And uh, so to whoever wrote that, Whoever wrote that uh, review, this is why we don't have female listeners. Not true. <laughs> Not true. Females also masturbate. And if That's they say true. they don't, they're That's lying. That's very true, Russ, man. True. Especially, never mind. All right. Um, this is a beautiful song. Especially I really hate. To, to this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm saying is I really hate that this is how we're enjoying this song. Because know, this is a, a great song. It's a really great song. song. Wink, and, wink, top three for me, boys. Uh, it is not for me. Yeah, not, but not it's it's probably it would be a fourth for me either. Yeah. yeah, to me it's just I mean come on. That Why ben is this Keith, a top three for you, Russ? Man, that Ben Keith lick is it's beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Like this was one of the ones where I heard this song and I there were, I'd say the majority of the rest of the songs in this record I was like I don't know if I've heard them. Like there was one other one, but this one I was like that. That Ben Keith. Oh, wait, hold on. Are you talking about top Ben appearances of all time for Neil? Mm. Or just this album? 
I don't know. That's a different question. I can't answer okay. right now. But um, because this think, might this I, might be up I there. I think this is up there. I think yeah. Ben Keith is phenomenal in this, and especially in this record. I just think that that lick right there is so. It makes this song. Yeah. It makes this song that like. It's just it's so perfect and. Uh, I think it just ties the lyric, the vibe, the emotion, everything together so, so, so well. Like a prairie wind That's sweeping right, man. through the valley. That's right, old silver gold. You got <laughs> that right, right, baby. With a name like Prairie Wind, it has to be good. With a name like Long Grain, it's got to be good. Uh, I love Long Grain. Sometimes I like to put my sausage between two pancakes. I mean, come on, though. My, that, that, that You've made it weird now. That's the wrong podcast. Wrong podcast, all silver gold. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I just think that that is so beautiful. I think this is a great start to this album. I 100%. think he lets it's, you know what you got. Yeah, you it's know, a great intro, and he's talking about you know the long road behind him. Yeah, I was. I would say Neil is consistently good at first songs. Yeah, he knows setting the, it up right. The yeah. song to put at the beginning of an album. And, and this is not, great. Not so much, but yeah, this one. Can you? Good. What's a spe- Do you know a specific example off the top of your head? What, that's a bad opening song? Yeah. I can't think of one. I think almost all his albums start with the song they're supposed to start oh, with. Oh, the first song in Are You Passionate? Boy, yeah, that's that stinks. album's questionable anyway. But yeah. it does set up it's, a little yeah. bit of what you're going to get. So Yeah, I yeah, guess. Again, I'd have to think about it. I do love the uh, that change when it goes to the It's a Long Road part. It's and a I love how at the end he great. makes the choice of like, um, It's a Long Road. If you follow every dream, and then you I love that lyric. I get lost, and then it mm-hmm. goes back. If you follow every dream, and then he goes, You might get lost. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Can we talk I about that great. just mm-hmm. that line as a chorus? It's an excellent chorus. It's just and it sets up the whole album for it me. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. and and I like the I some when Neil nails it. Like he did with Greendale, and he's done with so many albums, but when he hits the beginning and the end, it makes the rest of it shine a little brighter. So starting with The Painter and then ending um, with that last song about oh, yeah, When God Made Me. So good. I, Russ, I don't know about you. I, like, I cried when so I recently I. listened yes. to When no, God I did Made too. Me. The first time I heard that song, I was like, God damn it, Neil. You it's it's incredible. Bitch. But also it matches I was The like, Painter you, so well. I was like Robert De Niro and fucking uh, analyze this. I was like, yo. <laughs> You, you know what you're doing, you know, it's just, uh, but yeah, man, I agree. It's, it's just, uh, that perfect, that perfect mythology metaphor, like you said, Luke, that chorus just so wonderfully, um, encapsulates what he's, what I think he's trying to do and what he does with this record, you know, it's that, it's that being where you are and acknowledging that there's so much shit that you went through to get you there and that you know you still have so much more shit you're probably going to go through no matter how long it is, right? No matter how long you might think you have left or whatever, you're there. And even if you follow... I know I'm just literally going through the lyrics right now, but I just think it's really, really poetic and uh, profound to me, even though it's just a simple chorus, right? I think... That's what Neil is so good at that he, I think he probably doesn't get enough credit for. I, not to go, go into the Dylan-Neil thing, but like 
sometimes Dylan takes too much time to put in too many words and be a little mm-hmm. bit too poetic, whereas Neil can put a, a, a simple chorus like this in, and it's it says so many things with with so little. If that are you makes saying sense. this is a better song than Man Gave Names to All the Animals? It's precisely no, no, nobody said that. <laughs> no, oh, wait, 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 sim- hold on. Okay, sorry. Is it as uh, simple as "Baby, Let Me Follow You Down"? Although that's not his song, is it? Though that's a cover, I believe. Is that is a it? cover? Yeah, I think so. I always like okay. to say Dylan is Faulkner while Neil is Hemingway. You know, we're we're that's Neil, really we're, fucking good. Holy Heming- shit! Hemingway had. I mean, it's it's some people might object to me comparing the two, but sure. Hemingway had a more direct approach. Dylan's yeah, not writing. Yeah, but there was still, but there was still like, is. there was still so much depth even in that directness, you know, like. Right, like like Neil, he he. Yeah, no, the I economy in his words. I like that a lot. Directly at times. Yeah. Um, where Dylan, you know, made you kind of dig a little deeper, which was the great thing about Dylan too. He, well, he the, elevated writing lyrics. Yeah, for yeah. Folk and I rock think, music, and that's the, that's Absolutely the thing. Is, is Fog, Faulkner was not to get like dorky, but like Faulkner, brilliant, great. But Hemingway, initial read you love, but the more you reread his books, like The Sun Also Rises, I've read like three times. And it's fucking, it's, it's such a good book. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it's so simple, but right. not. And that's what I feel like a, a lot of these albums are like to me. I like that a lot, Mike. That's, a, that's good, good. Good analogy, man. Uh, Thank we you. Should, we should, just because we're a Neil Young podcast, we should at least briefly talk about how Neil um, announced that he's doing... The new re- or yeah. that uh that they've got five songs down at least for the new him and crazy horse thing and is wait. thinking right. about a tour since we're talking oh. literature he's handed in a uh, a novel called canary i was gonna i was also movie. gonna mention that a sci-fi a novel about a bird yeah you know? of course it's about a fucking bird yeah. of course it's about yeah. a fucking bird so of course the title is a fucking yep. bird canary so there you go <laughs> Let's uh, let's move on to no wonder. Since, um, uh, just since real quick, it, 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 the only thing that would make it better if it was called if it was called like Canary Streamline or something. Right, <laughs> Canary Canary Express. Yeah, Canary just Express. real quick, I, I do want to comment on how why I love that chorus so much for the painter. If you follow every dream, you might get lost because Neil. If anyone has followed every dream, it's fucking Neil. Right, and he has gotten lost. And he ha- exactly. Oh, but yeah. he's not afraid to follow different right. paths and then but he's also not afraid to stop if it doesn't work and, so. and his friends who's done the same thing who has definitely gotten lost like we mentioned before all those people who have passed away so careful yeah. what you dream for because there's a heavy price to pay yeah yeah and i just also again we go back to the simplicity thing but just the analogy of 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 a a painter i mean that it's not like yeah. that hasn't been done it's just he does it in such a really beautiful way. This melody, I think, is really catchy and really yeah. pretty. It's great. And, and just the simplicity of saying, like, there's many different colors that represent, you know, whatever you, whatever you right. think they represent. But also there's, like, you know, people would assume, like, whatever, you know, yellow in the light, you know, uh, black to black when the evening comes and all well, that why, stuff. Why, why, though, why is it a she? I just say she because that's it says she in the no I'm asking verse. Why oh do I don't know that's she. a great question. I mean this is to me obviously about him and his road. You know. Yeah, and, I mean good for so why, Neil then. Why I think is he he's, making this character a woman? I think he has no problem taking on his feminine energy then or something. Maybe I'm being a Which little too Which even at 2005 isn't is pretty progressive. 
I don't know. I fucking love Neil. But also, yeah, that's a good question, Russ. Maybe I didn't it's really just get, about someone. I didn't maybe get a specific maybe it's literally about a song. Maybe it's quite literally about a painter. that he, you know, Like, that's the other thing about Neil. It's like... The song's <laughs> about Dolly. Yeah. It's about a bird that it's can... about paint. Georgia O'Keeffe. Saw at the circus, yeah. watching the train go by. <laughs> I liked watching her paint flowers that were also vaginas. They were <laughs> unloading the elephants. I went to a carnival and this lady painted me and my ears were funny. So I wrote a song about her. I like any artist that represents genitals. I like I like H.R. Geiger, too. The song's about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Oh, you brought that up. That's a good way. That's a good segue. Let's go to No Wonder. All right, No Wonder. Because No Wonder it's about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Take a drink because the first line's about to There you go. Easy. I mean, we do that. Could she be the one I saw so long ago? Could she be the one to take me home? This pasture is. We gotta also. Because I mean, I go. I could go on ad nauseum about Ben Keith, but Spooner Oldham again on this record, incredible, oh God, yeah. incredible. Yeah. And in this song, you really, you really feel him. Uh, you a lot really of birds on this. Spooner a lot of birds in this song too. Well, you were running around, but I said to the listeners, "Take a drink," because first line's about a bird. So. Yeah, and the one of the last lines is about a bird too. Yeah, baby, it's a um, bird song. This song this is, is, a- is his weary traveler song. Yeah. You know, and he's seen it all. He's seen, you know, catastrophe. He's seen death. He's, you know, he's seen prosper. He's, he's prospered and stuff. Sorry, that's my dog playing. No, that's Mike's tummy. That's Mike's stomach, that's everybody. That's Mike's penis. Yeah. That's what my asshole sounds like. <laughs> that's a Mike fart. It's when Mike doesn't get an Italian sub in a week. If yeah, Mike doesn't get a no, good no Italian No listeners sub. have bought him an Italian sub in a while, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> his asshole. Um, it's his asshole. Well, no wonder. Hey, if any of you AAF listeners ever wondered what Mike Shue's asshole sounded like, well, oh, they came are, to the, you know came to the right place. Like. <laughs> um, this this song is this is gonna this is gonna this I don't even I, you know what I'll just say it now because I'm already literally fifteen minute pa- finite fifteen wow. minutes past when I said I wanted to be done with this episode. Uh, this is my number one song. And it's also my cut song for the first because, time. Because of the in Chris Rock run. reference. A hundred percent. It's a hundred percent that second verse. It annoys me so much and it annoys me more each time I hear it. I don't know why, but the fact that he name drops like three times or whatever he does. And twice. I've lo- I've looked it up. I just hate it so much. And I don't know why, but I fucking hate that he does that. I can't explain it. But this well, song is you know, so good. I mean, other is, than that it verse, is, it is like the. It starts off really great, and then when it gets to that, it's a little bit like. And when he brings up nine eleven, like it's like nine. It always reminds me of fucking Family Guy. Nine eleven. Like I, I don't know why it just it that second verse that's annoys me. That's part of the experience he's talking about. That's I know part of that path behind it him. It was also like you what know? not only a few years after it was still so much in the zeitgeist. For it was sure, four years after. Yeah. And I hate. I'm never one to judge someone's lyric 
choices and that all the reviews shit all over these lyric choices. And I'm not basing it off that. It just personally doesn't fit the song for me. And I'm not, I would never judge Neil for whatever he writes, except for all his albums. In the That's 80s. not true. We do it every podcast. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. But it, I, think it's, it, I think he throws it in there because it's, it's of what, you know, if you looked it up, so it was Chris Rock hosting a 9-11 tribute show and said, don't, yes. send, don't send no more candles. You know, he was saying, send stuff we can use, send money, send, you know, supplies for the send people. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Right, exactly. So, you know, don't, don't just send candles because it makes you feel good. Do something that will help. You know, don't do it because it makes you feel good. Don't make it about you. Right. You know, and he's seen enough of that shit over the years. And, you know, Bob Dylan, didn't Bob Dylan have a song called Lenny about Lenny, Lenny Bruce? I don't know. I think he did. You know, and that was pretty contemporary for that time, I think. Mm. I'm not saying yeah. it's, it makes it right. I'm just saying that, you know, there are, you know, Neil, Neil is a folk singer when it comes down to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And folk singers kind of like, they, they do the news. You know, yeah. they do... They do the stories and hopefully those stories will be carried on. Yeah. You know, other people will sing them. Maybe someone else will insert a different comedian in there or yeah. a different story, you know, like Adam yeah. Duritz had uh, Bob Dylan and Mr. Jones, but then, you know, later on he changed that to Alex Chilton instead of Bob Dylan, just, just cause of the way he field, feels, you know, so you know how I feel about like, Adam Duritz. So well, I like that song. Also, Today on my Facebook memories, I also wrote Five Years by David Bowie is the best song ever written. So I just write that a lot. Apparently. Wow. It's a great you, song. You can't you drink a lot. That's, that's what that's that is. A, that is what that is. Yeah. Um, uh, can you go play that part where it sounds like a world on a string? Because we didn't uh, hear it. Yes. Think. Let me try and find it here. <clears throat> We're losing time. Like the Also, his I gotta fade it. Yeah, but it was right there. But his electric is that's Neil, right? I don't think anyone else is listed. And his electric is is really. There's a different. ton of people on this record. No, I know, but I don't see anyone. I didn't. I don't think I saw anyone else listed on electric. Did you? Let me see. Yeah, yeah. no, there's a couple of people. Ben Keith plays a little electric on this. Really? Um, well, it just says guitar. Yeah, I think it only says Neil on electric. But maybe that's Ben doing like some kind of a weird electric slide thing. I don't know. But that like could be Neil. It's just like a really clean sound. I think it's Neil. It's Neil. Yeah, it's just a really clean sound. It's like, um, I don't know. It's good. All right. I, re- I hate to do this. I'm getting looks from everyone in my family because my wife has talked to Kay's, uh, talked about Kay's to everyone. So I got like 10 minutes <laughs> left. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's just cover the songs that we okay. that we, sorry. That we really like. I apologize. Yeah, we don't need to play them then. It's fine. Uh, I like that TikTok part in this too. Yep. I think that's good. The vocals are great. The like big chorus. Um, anything else on this, guys? No. Um, I think it's interesting. If you go on Spotify, It's a Dream has uh, 2 million more listens than any other song. It's that's a dream. weird. 
It's really? Not my favorite song. Well, it's not even well close I think that comes song. up on playlists because this is one. It's a dream, not this. Yep. Uh, is a song that I know for sure I've heard before. Uh, also, I don't know about you guys. I love it. It gets stuck in my fucking head. Yeah, that's it's a good, a good song. Up. The strings are really pre, uh, uh, really yeah. pretty. The go- like they're really gorgeous. It's another one of those like life is fleeting songs. You know, it's um, so. What and, we- and, oh no, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, we should at least talk. Falling off the face of the earth is is also really pretty music. Great playing. Yep. Neil's kind of Neil's kind of pushing his range there a little bit. But I go just, ahead. That song to me is just it's it's filler. It's filler, so? yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not. It's it's triple A soft rock filler. You know, I just I don't know. He's written some great love songs. This I put I, romantic, yeah. I, I put that he's pushing his range, but like that BK and Spooner on that song are are, are really good. So it, Spooner makes that song. Spooner like does. Soft, yeah. No, uh, he makes it the he gives it that soft rock. Oh, kind of almost so? yacht rock sound the way he plays on it's it. It's borderline yacht rock. It's also the shortest song on the album. Yeah, I, uh, I think I far agree from with you, home. Mike, I do like the horns and the harp. And the harp. It's like a weird blend, but I like it a lot. This one's probably definitely about not probably. It's definitely about like his dad, family in general. Well, most of this album is about you know. There's a lot of his dad in this album. It's got that country like blues. When I was a growing boy. Also, the piano playing. Rocking on my daddy's. Got a great first line. Ben is Ben is amazing, of course. Can you go to uh, 150, Luke? Because I like, it. I'm pretty sure that's the horns. They do this like weird, like not weird, but it's just this quick horn thing where like pop, 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 pop. Which is a cool. I like that production. Production wise, is really nice. Yeah, I like that. That's a good song. I like that one. It's a dream. Yeah, really pretty, gorgeous strings. And the most popular song by far on this album, which is bizarre to me. Well, the, again, I wrote that between Painter and It's a Dream, these are the two songs I've heard the most before in really knowing, really deep diving in this record, just as a Neil fan. Um, yeah, it's fine. I know. I like it a lot. I'm going to, so the next song here, I'm fading out of It's a Wait, Dream. Wait, Chu, do you like It's a Dream? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's... Um... You know, there's there's some songs on this album I really like, and there's some that just go right through me. There's like nothing. Yeah. You know, okay. it was like that on Silver Silver and Gold too. They go you know? right through you like strawberry trulies. Um. Yeah. In a so, kind of like, iced coffee. The yeah. next song though, Prairie Wind, is in my top three. Yeah, I love Prairie. Prairie Wind. I feel like they just found a good vibe. Play in the background while we talk. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, this song's just it. Yeah, it, it, it it's great. I don't play, I don't need to yeah. actually play. Why, yeah, I why? love that like big fat low bass uh, and that like acoustic that that probably like like a drop tuning thing he's got going on. And again, that horns and harp is a really interesting but cool blend. And once again, super catchy. All right. Like, did did anyone else feel like this was just like another one of those earworm things? You it know, because like Steve Earle. Yes. Okay. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Steve Earle vibe to it. I like the. To me, it's like the prairie wind. The prairie in this song is like. 
that's what his life is. Yes. Because yeah. that's where he started. Yeah. And it takes twists and turns. And, you know, it's also another on the prairie where evil and goodness play. Daddy told me all about it, but I don't I, remember yep. what he said. Yeah. It might be afternoon and it might be the dead of night, but you'll know when you see it because it sure is a hell of a sight. Yeah. You know, I wrote, so the prairie is something that, you know, where he comes in, that's always with you. You know, yeah. the, where you came from is always with you and you'll always, you know, most for him, he always looks fondly on it. He never said, I am glad I got out of that little shitty town. And, you know, yeah, right. Canada. he never really says he never, ever says that he always likes to go back there and he always yeah. sings about it. He always likes to, you know, reference it in his songs. Sure, yeah. I, I wrote that verse specifically down to talk about because. I think it is a great metaphor for everything we've talked about is, and especially as far as like his father and death and, and just yeah, like, n- just, just non-duality in general, like, it, you know, holding, holding the two polar things, but also being in the middle and acknowledging that they're both there with you. Right. Like the whole, the, the fact that he references like good and evil, you know, um, yeah. just that, just that they both, are existing at the same time and you need them both to exist. Right. And, uh, and that's what, not just his dad, but that's what the prairie taught him. That's what what taught him where he lived. Even in, yes. And as a metaphor, city, the city country thing is kind of in there. Like from his, uh, yeah, Yeah. from his first record or whatever. And also I wanted to say just as a drum dork, I didn't find who exactly is on this one because I know Carl and Chad both play on this record, but, the drums on this track are great. This and has um, Carl on percussion. Okay, so they might both be playing. So Chad on drums. And when you watch the film Heart of Gold, they kind of switch off. Cool. Um, this is pretty cool. It starts with Chad on a full kit, but then Carl is playing cool. just a snare beside yeah, yeah. him with brushes a lot. And they kind of switch off from full kit. One takes the full kit, the other takes percussion. Nice. That's yeah. cool. So when you see them do it live, they're kind of – Going back and there's forth. There's just like that. really nice yeah. little chops that happen. There's really nice hi hat work for the drummer dorks out there. Yeah, it's great. A lot it's of a good, good personnel Sorry. on this album we, too, we like Gary Pig on back on backing vocals. Gary Pig, I, I, I'm not ranking on him at all. Okay, yeah, I don't know. But when you watch Heart of Gold, he looks like a backup singer. You know how some backup singers have <laughs> yeah. a look. Yep. You know he kind of looks, and he does a great job. You know. Um, I keep getting looks, but I we, we need to talk about a few of these songs. Here for you to me is also fillerish. Yeah, I um, agree. yeah, but Let's, the organ is good, and shoot, you great. might you might say that it fucks up the song. I think it's beautiful organ playing. I don't think it fucks up the song. I think it's just you know so at times Spooner Oldham knows how to play. He's so to good. a song, and yeah. to a point where sometimes it maybe it's not his fault, but it makes the song sound like a you know late 80s Bonnie Raid production. There is just, I, I was going to mention this in It's a Dream at the end, because we talked about this a lot, and especially at the beginning. I feel, you can really feel the emotion in Neil's voice in some of these songs, and especially at like the end of some, like in, yeah. in It's a Dream, at the end of that song, you can really feel him like facing that inevitability, yeah. the death, that whole thing we've talked about. And then, and then in Here For You, I think you can really sense that emotion in his voice, too. Whether or not you feel great about the song as a whole or yeah. music or whatever. I will say... I think Ben Keith is a fucking genius. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. Oh, really? We didn't know that, Russ. Incredible in this song. I will say, too, is on this album especially, you, Neil's voice, like, 
some people's voices do not age well. And Neil should not have given the amount of drugs he's done, but it's still great. He's still got a great voice. Well, it's just a Neil voice, you know? And like, even with age, it's so Neil. So this old guitar, my one note was... This hey, is guys, guys, one. listen. I think rushing through this doesn't make it a good podcast. All right, should we... Should I wanna... think we should save what we have okay. and plan to finish it another time. Yeah, I'm I sorry agree. to say that, but it's just, just like... Do a, just do a part one. We're not doing, I, this, yeah, not, we're not doing a... this podcast okay. justice. And I'm not saying we should spend an hour on each song, but I think that we're rushing through it and it's just not sounding good. So let's do save what we have. you want me to have. just send my wife and have her pick me up scallops? I can... I'm no, okay I want you to send your wife no, no, no. and have you her should, pick me up scallops. Yeah. is awesome. Well, we've no. been away for two well, weeks. Let's just give people some time, and yeah, you we'll know just what? do it's, like a listen, part one. And, and I know consistency is important with a podcast, but we can we haven't, we can we haven't been late or missing very often. Well, so. how about this? Let's how about do this? One what if I release maybe? this on tomorrow? Are you? Do you guys have any plan? I have literally tomorrow is like the one day I have no games on Wednesday okay. night. Do you um, want to just pick up? pick it up from like, it's a dream. Cause we're like kind of rushing through these and then we'll, I'll just release that later on Tomorrow's Wednesday. The fifth. Tomorrow's the fifth. Maybe. Tomorrow's I, the ninth. I don't know. Oh, I'm looking at the totally wrong month. Sorry. Tomorrow's the ninth. Yeah, I can do tomorrow. Yeah, let's do that. What time I, are you talking I'll, about? I'll have Whenever. to get back to you. I'm, I, I don't know if that works for me. Are we going to oh boy. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you soon. Hold guys. On, hold we'll on, talk hold. about it. True. Hold on. Hold on. Who hold is on. that? It's, it's his wife. Come here, Leanna. Come tell these. Come tell them. Come here. Mike. Mike knows. Mike knows. Oh, what's up, Leanna? I know. I, wanna, I know. I want. I know. I want to go to K's too, because K's is friggin' awesome. Lobster roll, large fry, and an onion ring. Yeah. Yes. Bring it on. Get some ice cream afterwards. Holy yes. crap. We have no games tomorrow, right? Can I just finish? We'll finish this. We'll the last yeah. half an hour tomorrow. We'll finish recording it. Is that okay? Well, I we have a few things going on tomorrow. What's going so. on tomorrow? I don't know if I even can, Luke. So we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Right. Even well, if we have to do gonna it, be, it's going to be this weekend. weekend. Do it now. Just do yes. It. No, no, no. We won't. We won't do a part two. The part two won't be by ne- by Listen, week. We'll we figure out a good time. We'll figure out a good time to finish it. It'll okay. be fine. Don't worry about it. Have fun. Yeah. All right. We'll do it, Luke. Don't, I'll, I'll send out a tweet and say, hey, Luke had to go to K's. You're fine. You're fine. What do you want you're me to fine. say? Nothing. Because it's no, go like, to K's, dude. We're fine. Go to K's. It's fine. I'd go to K's. So would I. We're going to K's. We're going to K's. All right. We'll finish this soon. All right. All right. See you guys. Just let we'll us know when we can finish it up, man. We'll finish. Cool. We'll be Don't a part two. Let's we'll so, wait for part two. So neither of you guys can do tomorrow? Well, I can, but Russ can't. So maybe, I don't you know, a Thursday or something. I'll have to get back to you. But it doesn't sound like you can. So we'll just wait. I can. Yeah, we'll we'll text each Wait, other. Yeah. yeah, part two of Prairie Wind, which It'll, I never thought I, I can would probably say, do it this coming weekend, out soon. So. Just right, see so. what we got, so then we'll figure out where we can start off from. All right, sounds good. I'm going to Kate. Okay, keep this in. It's vulnerable. The listeners like it. They love it. All right, all see right. You. See you guys. All right, man. Oof. Yeah. So it's painful to hear that ending as I'm editing this because. We did go to Kays. We drove all the way to Gardner, and uh, Kays is closed. Apparently closed on Tuesdays. Who is closed on Tuesdays? So no scallops for me, no lobster roll, nothing. So yeah, we're going to finish this episode, I swear. Uh, Prairie Wind Part 2, as odd as that sounds, is going to be coming as soon as we can figure out a time to record it. And you know what? Maybe we'll watch Heart of Gold 
and throw that in as part of it too. Um, but thoughts in the meantime on Prairie Wind, write to us and we'll throw them in here. All right, see you guys. There we go. All right, everything's good. All right, we're going. Oh, jeez, are you recording? I just think it's like... You fucking asshole. It's, <laughs> you fucking dick. It's, it's, you know what it is? You know what it is? Is You know I drank three glasses of Chardonnay and four glasses of Maker's First of Mark. all, dude, you're drinking Chardonnay out of a box. You know what, though? I'm happy to be... Are you like one of the... Are you like a house, one of the housewives of Norton I'm or something <laughs> like that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let me get something more. Ge- um, you're one of the housewives of Boxborough. Okay. Is that what you have? Fuck Foxborough and fuck that exit. <laughs> fuck that exit. But what I'm, listen, I'm happy. I know I'm hammered. I know yeah. I'm not going to remember. There's eyes closed. I know, listen. listen. Hold on. I know I'm not going to. I know I'm not going to remember most of this. But yeah, I'm happy yeah. to be. I'm happy to be drunk at a bar. Yes. You did. You Cheers. did say that. Drunk at a bar. Happy to be. All right, I'll toast that happy every to time. Be, happy to be drunk at Nick's in Worcester. Yes. Cheers. Yeah. So. But no, Prairie Wind is. I just. I think it's really good. I think it's really. It's heartfelt. Yeah, some and of it. And I know is. we need to save most of this for for this episode. No, we don't. But it. It. I. I don't have any problem with any of the song except for his reference to Chris Rock. I know it's so weird. But doesn't he mention someone else in that? In that? Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't remember. He mentions like a few celebrities, and it feels like he's name dropping, and I don't like. It. Well, I think he's like. It's. This stuff in the 2000s to me is like. You know, I was equated to like a magazine. Like he was releasing albums, like you like you would release a magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with very topical stuff on it. Yeah. And I think that's his way of being topical and relevant. You know what else got me was um, the last song, "When God Made Me." Yeah. Okay. That's. I don't know what it is. This time, I so when this album came out, two thousand five or whenever. I actually I bought this album. Um, but I listened to it twice. This this listen, I cried during when God made me. I cried. Were you drunk? No. You sure? I I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think I was. I know I'm drunk now. But I cried. Some of his lines in that song, like. Like hit me. I don't know what it is, and I can't wait to listen to this. I'm sure. I'm sure you're gonna bring this up. Oh, absolutely! I'm bringing this to the recording. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, you do it to me. This tomorrow. (laughs) This is gonna be great to re-listen to. But when God made me, made me cry twice. Wow. Yeah. Something about, and even the painter, like, just about. I just feel like he hit a good stride. Greendale was so good. He's coming off of Greendale. I think he did this album because of Greendale, and yes. I think it's a it's a it's a album that uh, the record company pressured him into in a David Geffen way. But I no 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 no. Oh no, no! I totally no. I totally. No, I said that wrong. Greendale was so whacked out that he thought he owed the record company no, no, no. something that was like more Neil Young. No no yeah no. This was he wanted to make this. You think this was a Geffen-ish record? Like a Geffen... Record? I think this was something the record company said, we'll release Greendale, but you got to give us another no. Neil Young-sounding no, 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 album. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, it's this was him, like... He's hit a certain age, and he's, like, reflecting on a lot of shit. And he's got really, like... 
heartfelt, deep, thought-provoking thoughts. God damn it, I'm fucking drunk as well, shit. Well, you know, maybe I'm just jaded because I worked in a, I worked at a couple of radio stations that played stuff that was this is like tailor made for. You know, like he's just I don't know. I I there's no edge, just like silver and gold. There's no yeah, but edge it's not to like silver. No. Don't play this. Or play this. I don't care. <laughs> I f- it feels so good to be drunk at a bar. I feel so good to be drunk at a bar. Yes, this is nice. Yeah, my wife and I were here. A Why didn't your wife come out to hang out? Oh, she was tired. Is yeah. it because I gave her a crisscross album and she'll never interact that with That kind of creeped her up. You know, you just show up at my house with a Christopher Cross album. You know, and it's just kind of like, okay, who's this guy? Don't let him come over here That anymore. is the worst way to show You know, we have a child here. Why are you letting this weirdo come to our house? This yacht rock weirdo. You know? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.